shaking the room on a Wednesday listen I was on my morning ride this morning and I heard this song and I swear I have been banging it ever since it is so beautiful it's so 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 beautiful and I ain't got really much to say today but I'm just passing through to just ask how are you guys shaking the room what are you doing in your world that are helping you to shake your rooms like what are you doing that is encouraging you to step into new territory? I've done something really bold today. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it, but I'm super proud of myself. I'm very, very proud of myself. And you know what? I just want to tell you, I'll keep doing shit that scares you. Punch above your weight. Go into things that you ain't even qualified to do and slay the shit out of them. Um, walk into rooms that scare you. Um, just do things that make you feel like, you know what? I never would have done this a year ago. I never would have done this six months ago. I never would have done this three months ago. Because maybe that's the only way that we evolve. I'm not literally, I'm literally just passing through to ask you guys how you're shaking the room. If you want to come to the stage and chat with me, then we can. Otherwise, I'm literally going to be in and out. Real talk. I'm not dropping anything too crazy today. I just want to inspire you. Do something great. Oh, I got, I got somebody, I got a guest here with me. What's happened to your chest? What's good? Your kids. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm unfit, but I'm fit. I look like I'm fit, but I'm unfit. So chest beating fast? <sighs> yeah. So we're talking about shaking the room, stepping into shake the territory. It, uh, shake it up. <laughs> How can we shake it up, people? Kirsty, Shanice, Dixie, Cece, Irie, Bev, Tina. How can we shake it up? <laughs> Tell her. How can you step into new territory? Listen, by room? stepping into your greatness, by living your full potential, what you know it is to live in life, by stepping into who you know you are, not to what you, what other than what you know, to who you know you are. Do you understand? So for like, for me, for instance, let me just put it into context for you guys. So like for me, for instance, you see music is my calling. Do you understand? So I shouldn't really be doing anything other than music, meaning writing my truths, living my truths, being my truths. So with that said, stepping in to who you are, stepping into your purpose, you're being who you know you are authentically, that is how you be the best you. See you. So. Give us an example. Is there anything that you're doing right now in your life? So right now, you see right now, I am literally, I'm recording everything that I do in my life. So from when, from me training my vocals, to me training my body, to me training my mind, to me, I'm literally documenting everything. Do you know why? So I can hold myself accountable. Because you see me, I'm always a nigga that woulda, shoulda, coulda, coulda. 
you know what I mean? And just like how, how you guys may know me, I'm always that nigga that woulda, shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know what I mean? Meaning, for instance, let me put that into context for you guys. You lot might think, oh, Junior should be singing like, yeah, I need to catch my breath. Just for a minute, because I was outside in the garden playing with these kids. But you know what it is? Truth is, I ain't got it like I used to. <laughs> so let me take a minute. I'm going to woo, sir. Get some water, then sir? come back and tell right. us how you're shaking the but ring. But now I'm ready. But let me tell you how I'm shaking the ring. You see me? I'm shaking the room by being accountable. I'm shaking the room by being present. I'm shaking the room by showing up and being the man that I know that I'm meant to be. Not the man that what she expects of me. Not the man that what she expects of me. And but let me take let me explain what I, what I mean by she. I mean she, the mother of my children. She. I mean she, the mother of me, my mother. I mean she, I mean she, my sister, my sister mother. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm stepping up by being accountable for me and my actions, showing up in my children's life the way that I know how, not what of what her expectations are, but what of my expectations are of my father. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you're being the man that you wanted to be. I'm being the man that I wanted my father to be. Not only that, I'm being the man that I know that I can be. Furthermore, you see with Tanya Charlene Crystal Brooks Carty, <laughs> I know she's you guys coach and stuff, but let me tell you something. This is the mother of my children. And you see not any fucking day that she let me slip. Do you understand? She always is on the phone holding me accountable, even to the point where I can't even take it. Like my head is not even ready to, to deal with the capacity of information that she's trying to offload onto me. But you see, all she's trying to do is make me be better. Do you understand what I'm saying? And sometimes I don't even recognize the better that I need to be. But let me tell you something. If you've got a tiny Charlene Crystal Brooks Carter in your life, either you're gonna marry her or let her go. All right, so that's a decision I gotta make. Not for you guys, but even so. What I mean by saying that is, listen, she is you guys coach. If you lot don't know real, then you lot don't know Tanya and you need to come off the course, okay? You need to come <laughs> off the course, all right? Tina's in the room, let's hear what Tina's got to say. But listen, beloved, 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 hold on, hold on, Christina, beloved. Listen, let me tell you something. I learned so much from this family. I love them with every inch of my soul, from my toe to my head top. Do you understand? And listen, if you don't learn anything, if you don't learn anything, let me tell you, something you need to learn is something about self. Do you understand? Because you see, before we work on you, we work on self. Do you understand? <laughs> so if you ain't working on you, come out the room. <laughs> Thank you. He left. He dropped the mic and left the room. <laughs> I wanted to give him to drink. Oh, we gave him courage. He's been drinking courage, guys. Oh, that hurt my head. That is so funny. Oh, got a headache now. That gave me a headache. <laughs> Junior. So, guys, what he's basically trying to say is he's been, been made uncomfortable. Would that be right? Yeah. Yeah. Tanya always makes me feel uncomfortable. Tanya is always stretching me where I don't want to be stretched. Tanya is always talking to me where I don't want to be talked to. <laughs> Okay, so you see, like I show up here all the time, every day, like I'm like I want to, right? You will think that you guys would think that you know, a lot of the times I don't want to, but you see, one thing that I overstand is you see, sometimes when we're trying to grow, 
and when we're trying to transition sometimes the best pl- the best place to be is the most uncomfortable place mm-hmm. and let me tell you something Tanya is one one person in my, she's the only person in my life that challenges me to be in the most uncomfortable place which also teaches me to grow as a man as a person as an individual as a single father and everything else you know like you guys might have this perception out here that you know like you you don't think that means time you got it all together we are just working it out honestly we are just working it out and if it wasn't for her there would be no me and if it wasn't for me there would be no her and if it wasn't for us there would be no Caden and Kim. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you see like this thing that we're doing called co-parenting, it's trial and error. And it is Mm. also 50-50, but in a lot of different ways. Do you understand what I'm saying? So what I mean by saying that is I can can always be here, but I'm not always present. Do you understand what I'm saying? Meaning I can always be here, but I'm not always here financially, even though I'm always here. Do you understand what I'm saying? So don't ever get it twisted. This thing for us is a work in progress. So you see like when you're working on yourselves and you know, like with you guys and your own partners and your relationships or your co-parentships or whatever it is. You see for us at the end of the day, the ultimate goal is, is for the greater good of our children. So as long as that's what we're doing and that's what we're working towards, nothing else really matters. And honestly, that doesn't mean does to say- shift? Do you think that, um... As we evolve, so we've both evolved over time. You've gone on your own self-love, self-awareness journey. I've gone on my own self-love, self-awareness journey. How do you think that actually affects the parenting relationship or actually just you stepping into who you want to become and what you want to be? Yeah, so as I was saying, that doesn't mean to say, you know, like you don't deal with your own shit as a person. So you see me as a man, like I go through what I go through, but I go through it by myself, meaning like I have these girls or whoever whoever or whatever I deal with but I, I choose to deal with that outside of the context of does that really help my relationship with my kids no it doesn't because you know why because I'm not really living my real authentic self mm. do you understand meaning I'm not teaching them how to love how to lust how to deal with failed relationships or do you understand what i'm saying so would you say that's slightly avoiding like yeah yeah. so that's slightly avoiding that's slightly avoiding the fears that i don't want my sons to get their heart broke only because i've i'm only because i'm a heartbroken nigga out here that's the only that's the only reason but the thing is if you've experienced heartbreak yourself and you know what heartbreak is like why wouldn't you then put yourself in a position to teach it okay so the reason why i haven't put myself in, in a position to teach that to them or share it with them is because I haven't even dealt with it myself. Even in dealing with the women that I'm dealing with out here, I'm dealing with them from a, like a heartbroken nigga. Do you understand what I'm saying? So really and truly, they're only getting half of me. Do you know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not getting the whole heart of you because I'm, I'm always dealing with women from, the, especially black women. I'm always dealing with them from a perspective of, well, boy, I ain't never gonna let that bitch break my heart because she just ain't gonna get it. But that's just based off my own my own experience. Okay, and my hold own on, I've got a question. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because now, so we we got a room full of whole women. Tanya's got me here sweating, by the way, guys. This is not my normal tone of conversation. I would not choose to share this information with <laughs> you guys at any way, shape, or form. But listen, so normally you go get with a whole woman. I'm a whole woman. Yeah. So you see, like, normally what we do as men, we go get with a woman that we think is a whole woman, right? 
even that might be a replica of our ex-woman or the woman that we perceive that ourselves are going to be with and then we in, decide to embark upon this journey right we set up not even set up home but you know like we get busy you know what i mean we get we get deep dipping it you know what i mean next thing she's cooking us food mm-hmm. and all of that you know what i mean but then when she really gets real when she starts catching feels what are you trying to do with that so this is so so as a woman we really shouldn't be given your we need yeah okay, okay. Do you want a question? Yeah, I'm going to allow you, Christina. Okay. All right. So, Mr. Warren, if I reverse the hand of time, I particularly remember a time in my house where you was kind of like, she doesn't speak to me, she doesn't communicate. I want a woman that communicates to me, tells me what she's feeling, tells me what's going on, X, Y, and Z. And she was very much a shy little girl hiding her face in the beginning yeah yeah so you you asked you asked right asked yeah Mm -hmm. and you received a whole expressing she grew in yes i could i could totally agree with what you're saying christina but at the same time you see at the time that she grew into the person that i wanted her to be by the time that she grew into that person i wasn't ready for her to be that person so when she did become vocal or she did decide that she was going to, you know, express how she feels, I wasn't ready to receive that because I was so used to mute. So <laughs> when you decided to say what it is that you was going to say, is that really true? Because you didn't say shit before. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you see... When and you then say- even when you did say what you had to say, it was always, it was always a laugh and a joke. <laughs> So how could I ever take you seriously? Because it was always a laugh and a joke, even when I was even when I was serious. Never wait, excuse me. (laughs) Even after I became serious, it was always a laugh and a joke. So how do I take you seriously? And then when I am being serious, you don't take me seriously. And then you do things that might, you know, um, prevent us coming back from that. And then. Look, here we are today. <laughs> no, wait, hold on. Yes, ma'am. I would say that he put the question back on you. Yes. I didn't put the question back on her because you see me, you see from the beginning, I've always been open. I've always been willing, even to the point where, because you see, when I met you guys, I, I I never knew how to be that open or I never knew how to be that willing. So I didn't feel like I could be any other way than that with her. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when I'm coming into contact with you and you're giggling and you're laughing, I'm like, okay, well, hold on a minute. Your mum and dad told me that I had to be serious. Oh my God. So if I'm, if I'm being serious and you're not being serious, how serious are we? Hold on, wait, can we just pause one sec? So this is very good for you guys in the room because if you don't know, now you do know, I laugh at absolutely everything. Everything. <laughs> it <doesn't> everything. <laughs> Everything from death to marriage, <laughs> everything, everything. Wait, so listen, so me laughing doesn't mean I'm not being serious. And this is why communication is important because if you now are talking to a girl, a woman, this is actually healing for me because I, to this day, I still laugh at everything. So if somebody tries to talk to me, I find it absolutely hilarious. Even to the point where I won't talk to Tanya about certain things because she's just gonna laugh. 
see? And I'm laughing now, but you understand that's a coping mechanism. Yeah. Right? So if it's a coping mechanism, once a woman feels safe, so once I felt yeah. safe, I didn't feel safe at first. It was vulnerable being with you. Once I felt safe, now the laughing could stop and now you can get to see who I am. I understand that now, but I didn't understand that at the time because at the time, for me, I'm like, you're safe. But this is the thing. I didn't... For me, at the time, that was the first time I put myself in the place. Bearing in mind, bearing in mind where I come from. So you see like Sandra Grant, Sandra was not the kind of... I could... Tanya is the only and the first woman that I ever took home Ever, ever in my life. Do you you understand what I'm saying? So my mum was the kind of woman, I couldn't, she didn't allow me to be with no white girl. She didn't allow me to be with no mixed race girl. If she wasn't brown, she wasn't down, okay? (laughs) Do you understand? So when I brought Tanya home now, I was like, all right, cool. I've got the confidence to bring, I was like, this is the one. This is, this is like, even so, like, even like, that's still my template till this day. That's how I measure women, if you know what I'm saying. So, cause I, I, I already do know there's no, uh, for me, honestly, there's no other woman that I've come across in Tanya in context, just for her moral values and just how she conducts herself as a woman, meaning an individual outside of her being a mother, just her being a woman and a partner. Wait, so can I ask you something? Because I personally feel that maybe we got to, cause we got together really young, we didn't necessarily know ourselves, but both of us individually were quite confident in ourselves. It's yeah. not exactly like we were like. And for me, I don't think lost. it was necessarily like. So, for instance, like I didn't know you was a certain way. Yeah. It was just I don't know. It was like an energy. Right. If you know what I'm saying, like I'd never met anybody that I connected with on that level. Not only, but not only that, I'd never met anybody like you know whose parents are gonna tell me anything <laughs> you know what I mean whose parents were going yeah, yeah, to check you yeah 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 do you understand what I'm saying I'd never had that context not only that even being a young black man from a single family home I'd never met anybody else from a single family home that has a mum and a dad that is going to be there for them do you understand what I'm saying so that whole content it was just so different to me not only that I remember when we first got together and your parents sat us down and they made us come up with like a contingency plan of like how we was going to be, what we was going to do in the next five years. Mm. That was so foreign to me because for me, all I wanted to do, I just wanted to have my girlfriend and have my baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how hard can it be? Like I'm going to, I'm going to do what I, I can do. You know what I mean? Like but the I thing had it is, all together. Can I just say on that point? But one thing, sorry, just to interject and just to stop time you right there. There's tell, one thing I'm so grateful. Can you tell so why there's thankful. some problems though? Because and yeah, because I don't listen. listen. Yeah, I don't yeah. listen. Are, you, are I, we yeah, clear? I Women in listen. the room. Yeah. Do you see that he doesn't? But that is an issue of mine but and I am just, working on it. But one thing sentence. I just do need to say before she does make me listen is that that is one thing that I am so grateful for is just the, because I, I don't know family values like it, honestly, even from my own. You know what I mean? I could honestly say, yeah, me, my mum, my brother and my sister have those same value, family values, but my family as a collective, they don't have them values. So you see, like when I met Tanya, her mum and her dad, they had so much... I was just I was just drawn to them. So Even till this day, I haven't been with let, let me just clarify for you guys in the room, okay? Because you tea. see, people always get it twisted and you guys think we just got here, right? You just think we just woke up and we got here one day. Let me tell you, this is a work in fucking progress. Because you see, me, if I had a choice, you see, if it was up to me, I would not even be here speaking to you lot. And that is the God's honest truth. Only because you see, when it comes to certain things, I just don't have that emotional intelligence. I honestly don't. I'm ignorant. 
I'm arrogant and I get in my own way all the time when it comes to my music life, everything. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you see one thing that I am so grateful for, for Christina, Claudine, Tanya, Abel, Rahima, Khadija, Claudius. Let me tell you something about Claudius. Claudius is not no man to me. That's Tanya's father. But let me tell you the man that he is to me. You see, he shows me such a way that I look up to him, that I can be the father that I am today. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's what I take from my situation with Tanya. Not the negative, not the positive. Like, okay, yeah, we didn't work out. That was our own fault. Nothing to do with anybody else. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you see the values and the morals that I have not just off my family based alone, but you see like the things that I learned from Tanya's family and stuff. And that's why I'm still here today. I'm the only one that is still here today that can stand, whether it may be, listen, I don't care about anything. All I care about is my kids. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I know that's all Tanya cares about. And that's, that is one thing that we have in common. But I think it's deeper than that for you. You're not giving yourself justice. I actually think that at the root of it, because it's actually just the love. It's actually, yeah. it's actually the fact that, like you've been saying, when mum and dad sat us down, they were planting seeds. 100%. Whether we saw the benefit of them then Not only not. that, even the things that me and Tanya have gone through as grown people, do you understand what I'm saying? These are things that I would never have imagined me as a person, as an individual, outside of me having kids with Tanya that I would have ever gone through. Because you see me, when I left, I made certain consignments. Never, I would have another man around my kids. Never, <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? But realistically, what is it that you're telling yourself? Because Tanya's a beautiful woman, a beautiful black queen. Somebody is gonna have her if it's not me, no? Realistically, come on, yes. come on people. Do you understand what I'm saying? Flash your lights, flash your lights, flash your lights, <laughs> flash your lights. Only mum can flash because- Flash your lights, <laughs> and if you don't flash your lights, make a comment. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's what I'm talking about. You see these men out here that just be lying down with these fucking women willy-nilly? Do you understand what I'm saying? That is not the way. And that's why I haven't had no child children outside of my situation, because that's the, that is not my will, that is not my intention. Not only that, you see me, I'm so intent on being the best man that I can be. And I know that is not me having children outside of my situation. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because I can't be any better to them than I am to the two that I've got right now. Do you understand? That's a whole word. Do you understand? And that's why I made a conscious choice. It's not, and that, that, that's not me saying that I'm not a man and I don't, I don't get my itch and I get it scratched or whatever. That's me saying I'm a, I'm a fucking responsible black man out here. And if I have to wear two condoms, I fucking will. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's the difference between me and a lot of men out here nowadays. You know what I mean? Even these people that have these black queens and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, me and Tanya didn't work out whether, but that does, does that not mean that she is still not a black queen? She's still the mother of our children, nurturing them, growing them. But at the same time, you know, we want to disrespect and ridicule, but out of our own unemotional fucking intelligence. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I, I beg your pardon and forgive me for being so fucking rude and candid, but it is the truth. And you see me, I might be the man that comes out today to speak to these fucking black men because I am that black man. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it is hard for us as men because we don't express, we don't mm. let people know what's going on. And it, and it is hard for us because from our mothers to our sisters and stuff, it is hard for us to kind of offload that kind of energy on people because one, either they're going to be biased or ignorant to our opinions and stuff. And you know that sometimes as men, we just want an honest opinion. We just need guidance as to Come know on, how to yeah. deal with these women and stuff. And you know what I mean? It's just our own trials and tribulations. Like, so I would put it into context for you. So for me as a young, young black man, for my mum, for instance, I feel like she forgets, she's a young single black mum too. You know what I mean? So certain of, 
maybe Tanya's trials and tribulations in her life, those were hers too with, with my dad. You know what I mean? But because I'm her son, she can't recognize that. So, you know, like it, 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 it makes her automatically. Yeah. She enables me to be the way that I am and, and automatically enables her to have a biased opinion. But you know what? I could tell you 100% of the time, all I'm looking for is, uh, is her opinion as a woman. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, what do, cause I don't know what to do. I don't have no dad that grew me or whatever. So I'm looking at my mum like at mum, this is Tanya's issues. Can you cancel me or guide me or advise me onto what? But you know, my mum may just see it as Tanya's stressing you out. You don't need that stress. And you know what? Saying? That's a major and point. Well, that's a major point. And that's something that I really take on in raising my sons is that not only am I raising my son, I'm raising somebody's husband. husband yeah. And when 100%. I'm raising somebody's husband, I'm a woman first. 100%. So therefore, even for my brothers, my brothers, mm -hmm. my dad, you, the mm -hmm. men in my life have taught me, I cannot be that enabler to my son. And that's how I feel about the men that I come across, whether it be Abel, Caden, Jalil, or whoever. That's how I, and that's what these lot teach me in terms of family values. So you see, when I come across these men that think that they're, you know, they need to be road or I'm like, listen, that is not the way that you need to be because only because I know these values from these lot, you know, and my family, I can honestly say my family didn't teach me those values. I don't know any man in my family that has taught me any of those values from my father to my uncle. And the only one that I could say, God rest his soul is my grandfather. You know what I mean? And he passed away in 2009. That is the only, and you see for me, even as a man, like I feel like I have to uphold that. Do you know what I mean? Because there's no man that is an example for me out here. I don't have no father figure to look up to. I don't have no uncle to look up to to say that's the man that I should be. So for me, in my head, I'm like, I have to be that example. And even so, as a man, I don't even feel like I'm the best example. I'm I because I'm not the best of me right now. But I am one thing I do know that is I'm doing a lot better than the men that have come for me. And you know what? Even with the knowledge that I have and the power that I know that is possessed within me I can do and I should do a lot better than what I am doing so how do we raise up the black man how do we get the black man to express oh, listen Tanya. go on I listen on fire, Tina I'm so passionate about this do you know why because you see me I am my father's son but I am not my father's son do you understand what I'm saying and it's only now in my life that I'm realizing that even like having to be there for these kids and stuff I don't Tina I don't know what to do okay so Junior let Tanya refresh the room because we've got some people joining us and it'd be great to keep them locked in I'm about to leave the room. So guys, we, it's Shake the Room and I love God because I was actually just passing through. I was just passing through to ask you guys, how are you shaking the room? But I've got a guest today. Listen, and if you're not shaking the room, then come out the room. <laughs> it's Junior. And Junior has just been dropping how he is shaking the room, how he's taken steps in his life, how our relationship has affected things, how, and when I say our relationship, our relationship has in being together as parents, but also we're friends, we're friends. And that's my bestest as, friend. That's, that is, I could honestly, I have a lot of friends and that is my bestest friend in the whole wide world. Um, and people might find that confused. Meaning that is my, this is my only true friend. Meaning she's got my back in everything. And I don't have to question anything. That is a friend. It's so, right. Well, you can say to you, Junior and Tanya, you copycats, because my best friend has entered the room. <laughs> so 
I know the room is going to get about to shake even more, but do you know, um, honestly, from my heart, yeah, I just wanted to say that when you said that when you entered the family and the, when we spoke about the the way that Claudius and I kind of spoke about The way you paved the way, the way you the paved way the, the way, the way you laid down the cement for us to walk. I just, I just wanted to say to you that I was too lost, yeah, because... Remember, Claudius and I are friends, but we also had children. We also went through our trials and we came to a decision that regardless to what, we are going to have a relationship for our children. So we never wanted you not to have that. We would have loved for, remember at one time you two were meant to get married. Mm -hmm. I was already buying my album. We have sat down and had Twice, <laughs> twice, Tina, twice. I remember twice. I proposed twice, <laughs> twice. And we still ain't got married. I'm a mess. And now, Julia, like Tanya was really saying, I think that why you bounce past everything, why you don't want to let that word, why you don't want to slow down, and some of the other ladies are saying this as well, that they try, they, they try to have a conversation with their partners, and the partner doesn't listen. Yeah. It's like, it's like Serena and that them tennis players. It's like, mm. that's how you're bouncing back everything. Everything's a defense. Bang, 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 bang. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think, can I just say though, I think it's it's a problem because I will never forget my daddy's in the room. Welcome daddy. And when I was younger, just before I started dating Junior, my dad was like, she ain't gonna have no man because she's scared of love. And I was like, what? <laughs> Who's scared of love? Like, uh, duh, I'm not, I'm not scared of love. Oh my gosh. That rings in my head like a bell because that was the damn truth. And the truth was, even now I'm going back and listening to my 21 days of self-love journey. And when I spoke about being vulnerable, I'm telling you guys, as a woman, I allowed myself to be vulnerable and that opened up um, the space to allow me to really love. I was not loving before because when I was loving, it was just closed. That's why when Junior says, and he used to try to talk to me and I would literally just laugh, I would laugh because I wasn't gonna tell you whether I liked it, whether I didn't like it, whether that was on point, whether, there was nothing. And yes, when he proposed to me the first time, I slammed the door in his face and I ran out the back door because I could not, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't deal with those things. Yeah. Even the second time that he proposed to me, he literally proposed to me because I was like, shut up, you can't tell me nothing. You ain't trying to put, make me a wife. And he was like, yeah, there you go. And then he showed me the ring and I was like, oh shoot, my mouth. My mouth was problematic. And you know what the craziest thing is? Even I, I would tell you this much, I'm going to take, give you something candid. This is, this is newsflash for you guys. I even wrote a song the other day about this exact same thing she's talking about. Did you? I swear to God. And it was just about like her saying things and then like me proving a point or... Do you know what I mean? And, and even so, you see, like, when I proposed, I don't even think I was ready to propose. I was ready to be married. I just know that that was the right thing to do. And all I knew, I didn't want my story to be my mum's story or to be her mum's story or her dad's story or my dad's story. You know what I mean? So I just thought, in my head, that's what we're meant to do. But this is the problem, you see. Without guidance, we were doing things. We were doing things 
because we were just wanted to do the right thing. We just wanted to do the right thing. We just wanted to do the right thing. It wasn't necessarily the fact that that's it was exactly the right thing what for us. Right. And it wasn't that that was the right, we even knew that that was the right thing. Because yeah. honestly, we didn't know ourselves. We didn't know we ourselves. Didn't. And I could honestly say, even in that moment, you know, all I was thinking is, I just don't want to be like my mum. Mm. And that's all I was thinking. I can't speak for Tanya, but all I was thinking, I don't want to be more like my mum. Single, Listen, I was 60 on her own and be in a house with three kids and six grandchildren to do what? But do you know what, Junior? To I be don't honest, want that my life. the second time as to why I didn't make it down no aisle, I started having nightmares, one, and dreams, two. But number one... Yeah, the second time, do you know what, really? I, I, I wasn't ready. Right, but this is what I was going to say. I wasn't ready. I was just Remember, doing the things that I thought that we was meant to do when we was meant to do it. Right, but this even is the Even the second thing. time, I feel like yeah, I was... Yeah, see this not listening. Even the second you time, you know what, listening. my problem, you know what, you my problem is, even the second time, sorry, before I finish, <laughs> even the second time, the second time I was more ready than the first time, but fear just got in the way. Right. I remember, because I was planning, we was planning everything. And then as soon as I heard that Tanya had everything planned, I was like, oh shit. But this is the thing, listen to me, Junior. What I was going to say is, there came a point in our relationship where I distinctively and instinctively, I should say, knew you was just trying to prove a point and you was actually willing to give up your whole self yeah, to be the father that you didn't have, have right? Yeah, yeah. To be there for your children. And Junior, I, I Tanya, Charlene, Crystal Brooks, Carty could not let you yeah, sacrifice yeah. your whole life yeah. to just be there for to, us. To the point, you do you guys realise if we would have done that, this would have just been a breakdown of a relationship right now in our lives? Other right. than five, eight years ago. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you see, like, if we didn't break down when we broke down, we just would have been going through this a lot later in our lives. And it just would have been a lot worse for us, our kids, and everything else. We would have been unhappy. And that's 100%. the thing. You was thinking that getting married would but make you happy. All in the same time, we would have been unhappy. But I, I, I for me, as an individual and a person in this relationship, I wasn't willing to be real with myself. Come on. Do you know what I mean? I wasn't willing. I wasn't. I wasn't willing to face the rally of oh, uh, th like this connect, like this will actually break down. We, will, we won't be together. Like I, I wasn't willing to comprehend the um, the outcome after that, even though that's the outcome I wanted. Do you understand? I wasn't even willing. I wasn't even man enough to say, "Oh, I don't love you no more." Do you understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Or to say, "Ah." Oh, this relationship doesn't serve us anymore. And let's be honest, you, know what I mean? you did you did stop loving me. Yeah, and 100%. I asked you. I feel like we stopped loving each other. And one day it just come to a point of conversation. She asked me a critical and honest question, and I answered it critically and honestly. And that was the first time we probably even had a conversation. In you know, can I just say, Junior, whatever you want to call yourself, I don't think that Tanya had stopped loving you. Like no, 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 Tina, let me let me could just correct you. You know why Tanya did stop loving me? Because she stopped loving herself. That's how Tanya stopped loving me. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's where the love was lost, because she stopped loving herself. And you know what? You are right in a sense, because she didn't ever stop loving me. She just stopped loving herself. And vice versa. I think as well, you said at the beginning that growth is uncomfortable. And I think that Tanya had 
But we wasn't meant to fail. We wasn't meant to fail. Fail failure. I well for me, failure was never an option in our eyes. Failure is not being able to commit to what you know your true self is to me in this situation. That's what failure is to me. Yeah. And, and when and, and things can transform and things 100% and, I, I, and I'm a true believer in that. I just believe that we failed at um I just believe that we both failed amicably at making our relationship work for our own selfish reasons. Not even because of the kids, because we love our kids. That's um that's 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 undoubtable. We just didn't love we just didn't love ourselves enough to love each other to nurture our family. No, hold up, wait, hold up, one sec. Or I just didn't love, let me speak for myself. I just didn't love myself enough to be strong enough to stay, to fight through my pain, to nurture my family. That's it. Because don't get it twisted. If in an ideal world, any of us men that have failed relationships or that have children out here, we would give anything to be with our families. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that doesn't mean to say that the road is closed or the road is not, you know, like things can't be turned around. But I honestly do believe that's God will. And he is in front of me every day. Right. So my thing is this, if you're not, and at the time it was very loving yourself, wasn't really a thing. Do you yeah. see what I mean? It was, you get into a relationship, you love the person, yeah. you make it work and that's how it went. So now you see, you said you didn't really allow yourself, right. To love fully. Mm-hmm. I feel like my gut and my instincts told me that. Yeah. So because like of I that, resented. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. She couldn't do, do you like, like she couldn't, she couldn't, um, like, um, she couldn't be in uni, like, properly fulfilled because I was always hating on the fact that she was there and I wasn't. So there was a phase where, like, I yeah. started to outgrow you. Yeah, yeah, so there was a phase where she was doing the things that I aspired to do in life and I wasn't and I felt like, well, I didn't birth these kids. I'm at home <laughs> taking care of the kids. You know what I mean? But she was out there living her life. But listen, let me tell you how God works. Because you see, like, years later, God blessed me with the job of being a security officer. I always wanted this job because it was good money or whatever. But listen, maybe, like, four or five years prior to that, Tanya had the same job. Come on. Pregnant with our second son. And she used to wake up and be like, oh, Junior, can you just, like, you know take over the morning feed or whatever. And I used to be so ignorant and arrogant. Even though I used to say I would, I never would commit to what I said I would do. And even when she would ask me to do, I would never do because I was tired, right? I mean, bearing in mind, she's got to wake up 4.15, 3.45 in the morning, be at work. You know what I mean? But it was not until I got that same exact job that I appreciated her shifts. I and I said, how ironic was that? And then the same thing, I was in uni or whatever, Tanya would say, oh, Junior, can you just watch the kids? I was like, man, because I've got an assignment to do. Or no, because I've got... But you see, like when she had that assignment to do, or when she had the work to commit to, the same job bearing in mind and the same kind of assignment. <laughs> do you understand what I'm saying? She still managed. Do you know what I mean? And I wasn't even able to be that considerate enough because I'm in my own shit. I'm dealing with my and own shit. And even today, we had a conversation just briefly, and I said to him the other day, and I told you I was pain on my mind because my son's going to be 15, and I was having a healing session with myself. And it just came to my awareness that I actually resent him. 
I love Junior. I will never, there's no room that I go into or I speak about and don't tell people how much I love this man. But I found this level of resentment in myself towards him. And I was like, yo, what is that? Yeah, because I'm selfish. And it literally is because I feel like for the last 15 years of my life, and even almost I'm 16. I'm very selfish. And, but second, what she doesn't realise in her own resentment is that second, she and my mum enables me <laughs> for her to have that resentment. Okay, but wait. So even from when I was pregnant, I just remember looking at what he could do compared to the decisions that I had to make. It was my body that was changing. It was my insecurities that were kicking in. It was me checking myself. And that has followed through the last 15 years. I can call him now and it's a nice lit sunny day and he's out drinking with his friends. Oh, okay. Um, Happily, you know, every time, all the time. <laughs> all the time. But your friends are, they're not, they're not fathers. They're not fathers. They don't understand that role. And this is another thing about who we are around and how we're accountable with that you know just like in the same season when I was the only one of my friends for like a good four or five years that had two children they couldn't understand what I was juggling managing being they couldn't understand it they didn't have children they couldn't understand it and so I found this level of resentment that's like yo whether you support me financially or not whether you support the children emotionally physically or not you can live your life for the last 15 16 years every single decision that I have made has been because of my children the jobs I take the positions I allow myself to be in um where I can work what times I can work what I can do and you know so even if I ask him to just watch the children for an hour so I can do a class and then I call him and he, he's tried to clock guys he's actually tried to work out the time that I'm leaving to the time that I get back so he could get back before I get back just so it could appear that he was watching them mm -hmm. but my ass got back early and his ass never came mm -hmm. and things like that make me furious Mm -hmm. They actually make me furious because I'm not asking for a lot, you understand? But, and that's another thing, I do not do well at asking for help, period. It's not, it's not, it's not a secret. I do not do well yeah, at asking if for you help. ever, Tanya had kids all by herself. <laughs> she impregnated herself every day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but you see. Can I say something? Go Tanya, on. One of the things that I want to say is that as a coach, if you've ever had the privilege to be in Tanya, Coach T's room, she really teaches us that comparison robs us of our joy. Amen. And even in listening to what Tanya's saying as a mother, and you're trying to juggle and hustle, and then you're thinking, oh my God, I'm doing this and he's not doing that, and I'm doing this and he's not doing that. And, I, and there, if there's comparison going on there, it does rob you of your joy. So but it's not conscious. This is the thing. It's not conscious, because at the same time, that might be her trouble, but that's not something that she worries about. Right. Because at the same time, irrespective them. of whether she might worry about what I might be doing or what I might be contributing, I can guarantee you this. Tanya is going to do and she is going to be and she is going to have what she needs to have, irregardless to whether she has me in the life as her father's children or not. And that's the thing, like... Tanya would ask and in her asking she wouldn't get stuck. But that is something that I could hear because there are some ladies in the room, I've been in that position myself where it's like, how come I have to do this and he doesn't yeah. do that? But Tanya wouldn't even ask, even to the point where Tina, you see for me as a man, I just take for granted that she's always okay. You know what I mean? Whereas that's why I say to her, like you see like for her and my mum, they are really enablers in my life. 
because they're the ones that helped me to manage my life to be that the way it is. Like if meaning, if she wasn't taking care of my kids the way that she was, who who's gonna do that other than myself? Do you understand what I'm saying? Whereas when my kids come to me, you know what I mean? Like my mom takes over the reins. My kids don't come to me for anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? And this is why I just wanna say to people in the room, you have your different ways and methods of dealing with things. When I just said what I observed and I said that was not conscious, it came up in a healing session. So it's not something I'm doing consciously. It's just that I found the root of a certain mm. belief system. And even However, if Tanya does need help, she's not going to ask for it just based off how she's formatted as the woman that she is today. And that doesn't mean to say though, she shouldn't or that I shouldn't help. But one thing I realised is as much as that has been the same driving force that has made me be like, you will be a boss. Because if you, I have a strong belief, if you don't, anything you need is going to come to you come so to if you, you yeah. don't have yeah. it you crack on that's my At belief the same time, what I would to say one second though but one thing I would say is when people are getting stuck in those positions and those places it is because you're stuck in that resentment and again it might not be conscious but you're stuck I haven't allowed it to let me be stuck however because I'm able to handle pretty much everything, right? And like he said, if I'm not asking him, there's somebody, there's somebody that I can get to help me do whatever it is that I want to do or need or whatever the situation is. But in the same breath, that too can become problematic. And the reason why it can become problematic is because you're not teaching them to step into that role because you're handling it. And I think sometimes when we grow into our strength and our power and all of this stuff, we do that. So we end up pushing them further away um and therefore they don't know they don't need to fulfill yeah. the role so at the same time that is why me personally i make very dramatic decisions mm -hmm. and those dramatic decisions are i'm gone for six weeks right. you need to take care that's of your it. children and that's it there's not a discussion there's not an arc skin i'm gone because guess what only then are you going to start to understand what you should be contributing or what you could be contributing or what the role is that you should be playing i don't believe that any parent is a single parent. Right. I don't believe that any parent is a part-time parent. I believe that parenting is a full-time job, all day, every day, until mm. you die. Die, yeah. And I've, I, just to interject, that's one thing that Tanya doesn't ever fail to make me realise, and that's why we are the way that we are now. It's only because, I can honestly say, it's only because of maybe the way that Tanya is and the way she structures her life and the way she is in life, period. That's why I am the man that I am today, because as the father of her children, she doesn't expect anything other than the best. Do you understand? So I, even if I wanted to, I am not even able to show up less lesser than what she expects do you understand what i'm saying only because that's her expectation as me of a father not only that she also knows my potential as a person as a man so she wouldn't expect anything other than the best and that, and for and for me that means that i shouldn't show up as anything other than that not only that you see like in the way that tanya is and stuff it makes me step up my game because i'm like well hold on it's like a competition isn't it <laughs> it's like well She's the mother of all mothers, isn't she? Like, you know, she's taking care of everyone and everything, not just me, the world, everybody else. You know I mean? <laughs> Wait, did you guys hear the sarcasm there? Did you actually, did you catch the sarcasm? Yeah, because that's our narrative, because she gives you lot so much of your time, we can't even get it. So even when it does come to family time, she's still got to coach oh, somebody. Oh, daddy's coming to the stage. You know I mean? Daddy's coming to the stage. Is that I feel a lot of hurt 
when you're not listening, Junior. I, I almost feel like, oh my God, Junior, just just take time to just let Christina, her... let me tell you something. And just to be con just to, just to be completely candidly honest with you and everybody else in this room. Tina, I have a problem listening. <laughs> I have a problem listening, especially when it comes to your door. I have a problem listening. I do. Because you see me automatically. Let me tell you something, especially when I speak to Tanya, Brooks, Tanya, Charlene Brooks-Carty, you see, like, especially when she has a certain tone of conversation to have with me, automatically I, I, I calibrate in my head. This is what she's going to say. So automatically I'm on the defensive. But that is something that I am working on. That is something I know that I need to work on because, Tina, I don't listen. And sometimes I might feel like I hear the issue, but the only issue I, the only issue that I'm hearing is my own Come as on. opposed to the issue as opposed to the issue at hand. And, and a lot of the times the issue at hand, so for me, so for instance, let me put it into context for you guys so you understand. <laughs> so when Tanya may call me sometimes and she's got an issue, it might be about the boy's behavior, finances or anything, automatically I'm on the high horse, I'm on the defense. And before she can even explain <laughs> what she's trying to say, I'm automatically on the defensive. Do, do you understand what I'm saying, sir? That's something I am fully aware of. But Tina, I, I just have a problem listening. I do, especially when it comes to you guys. So you, go on. Dad, I invited you up. You need to accept the invite. I don't know if Claudia seems the same sentiment as I do, but I'm pretty sure that he's been through some of the same. I have to leave now because if Claudia accepts the invitation to come on the stage, I might have to leave the room. But what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say, Warren, is that I don't ever hear you as not listening. This is a this, today I'm hearing you. Yeah, Tina, I don't listen. <laughs> I have heard before when I've had the privilege to be in the car and talking yeah. to you about something and I hear tones and stuff, which is like, wow, really? You know, so, but usually I don't hear you like this, but it's really good to hear you like this because. I can appreciate from today's call what it feels like not to listen. And a lot of the time, when it comes to time with Charlene Crystal Brooks not only does she want the best from you, yeah. she wants the best from her mother. Uh, she yeah, yeah, that's right. Mother, she wants the best from her sister. She and she only expects that from us. And if she didn't love us, she wouldn't talk to us the way that she does. But at the same time, you know, sometimes, Tina, there's ways and means to speak to people. But can I just say something? And we're not always receptive to when she wants to tell us something. That's all I'm saying. Even me as, like, her baby's father, I, I don't get a break. Like, you lot are her women in her class. But you see me, I don't get a break. Period. And I'm not nobody that's, I'm not under her tutelage or anything like that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you lot might think that I show up each day like, oh, I'm this amazing angel. I'm not no fucking angel. Let me tell you that much. Do you understand what I'm saying? But it's because of you lot that I am the being that I am. Do you understand that? And that's what I am grateful for. Do you know what I mean? And I'm just try I'm just out here trying. I'm just trying to be the best, be the best dad. I don't know all the ways. Do you understand what I'm saying? But one thing I do, I believe in the truth and I believe in a lie as well. You know what I mean? And you lot are the truth for me. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? So, and that's what people might differentiate. Like we, we ain't no like me and Tanya ain't in no family ties. Like we're not together or anything like that. But let me tell you guys something that is in this room right now. You see these guys, Claudine, Christina, Cla Tanya, Claudius. These lot are my family. I love these lot with no agenda from the 
pits of my fucking feet to the tip of my head. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's what fucking love with no agenda looks like. It regardless to whether you've got kids, your friends or whatever. So if you ain't got people around you that ain't like us, fuck them off. <laughs> <laughs> Dads, can you speak now? <laughs> I muted you, but you can unmute now. You gotta click the mic, Dad. Mr. Loverman Shabba. He is driving, but we'll see if he comes back. So, guys, this has been shaking the room. Oh, he's there. I'm here. I'm here. There you go. Junior, come back. Dad's speaking now. <laughs> I watch, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm listening to now, and I haven't joined it long, is a repeat of me and your mother. And that's all I can say right now. It's exact repeat, you know? It's history it. repeating itself, <laughs> literally. It, it, it is a repeat, because I remember when Junior says, I'm not going to be like you and your mum and your dad, you know what I mean? But they, you are. You are you are just like us. And I give Junior maximum respect. I give you lot maximum respect, because... I know what it's like. I'm 56 years and I've been in a relationship with your mum and boy, we we hit highs, we hit lows, we hit middle grounds, we hit it all. You know what I mean? And we are friends. You know, when I mean friends, I don't even mean friends, I mean we're brethren, you know what I mean? And that is more than, um, I wouldn't want nothing more, you know? I'm not going to say too much more, but all I'm going to say is um, this is like, um, um, a good marriage guidance, <laughs> marriage guidance here. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, and I don't think I know. I think you two need to sit down and counsel and restructure how you lot deal with what you deal with because I think there's an opportunity where you know you can um rekindle that um love. Frank mm -hmm. Junior's right. out the room right now, guys. Junior's <laughs> out the room right now. I've never heard Junior speak so passionate. You know, about his relationship with you, his relationship with us, his relationship with the whole family. And it's very powerful. It is very powerful to hear a man speak that because, as again, I I knew my dad, I, I never up to the age, age of 11, but at the age of 11, he's not teaching me how to be a man. You know what I mean? If he, you know, I had to look at other people's um, yes. dads and pick a piece up from here and pick a piece up from there and edge off of this and tech off of that and you know i wasn't taught how to be on the road but i had to learn how to be on the road to survive you know do what i had to do and it was hard but at the same time i was still a person that went out and one thing my mum told me if anything i wanted you have to work hard for it and that's what i kept that mentality of working hard and that's where that's what's got me where i am now yes i had to go on the road and hustle a little bit and do a little bit of this and do a little bit of that but at the same time i kept working because if there was one way that I knew of providing for my family was to work and provide for what I need to do what I need to do was to work. And that's what's got me to where I am now. Uh, you know, it's been hard because there's days when I was out on that road hustling to late midnight, early hours of the morning and still have to get up and do my job because at the time when I was first doing it, it wasn't the best paid job. It's a lot it's a lot better paid now as I've got older, but as a black person, you have to push 10 times harder mm -hmm. to get to where you have to get. I've I watched white people go and ain't got half the skills or half the brains of what I've got, you know, and they get put up in front of you and above you quicker. And 
when you're looking at it and you're wondering why, how, and it's only because of the colour of their skin, it's not because they can do the job any better than you. They mm. can't. And this is the thing, it's still the same now. And this is why I think it's hard. Like, for me and Junior, sorry, luckily we've had you guys. So we've had, like he's saying, guidance. Dad, I think you're on that bit of the motorway where the reception goes all funny. Mum, can you hear him funny or is it just me? Dad? <laughs> I can hear he said they ain't got no common sense. Dad, I can't. <laughs> Dad, we can't hear you, Dad. Sorry? We, we can't hear you because you're on that part of the motorway where the reception goes a bit weird. We can hear you now. Speak. Yeah, I'm cutting in, I'm cutting in. Dad, you sound like a computer stack. We can't hear. I'm cracking. Where I am, I'm <laughs> Sorry, this is like a blast from the past. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> so I pray you guys have enjoyed this conversation. It's been very random, but very necessary. And um, I feel like this is what healing looks like in real life. I feel like this is what having 100% honest... because this is what we practice every day. We are we are a walk and talk about this. I can't speak for anybody else, but especially me and Tanya. You see, like I, I can only speak for myself, even because you see, like the reason why I am the way that I am today is because of her, because she doesn't accept anything other than the best <laughs> or anything other than exception. But you know what, though, one for thing her, all her kids, but also what she doesn't. Can I say? Can what, I speak? Wait, let me finish. Also, what she doesn't accept mm -hmm. is anything other than the best. That me for me doing for myself. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? So she always expects me to show up. And sometimes I'm not even showing up for myself. So you see like when I get on the phone to her, it's like that real talk, that truth talk, that that motivating talk. Do you, I don't know for any of you guys, but I'm just gonna speak for myself. Do you, I don't know if any of you guys have that friend in your life that is honestly that person that, you know, like uplifts you or actually motivates you. Not only that, you see like a person that you ain't never gonna lie to, but only because you can't. You know what I mean? You would if you could, but you wouldn't. You know what I mean? And Tanya is that person in my life for me. It's just so unfortunate that we're not together. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Who knows what God has got in his plan? <laughs> All I do know is that, you see, she just fired. So she, <laughs> she, 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 shit, she shit at the floor of me coming back here, boy. Because she can't handle it. You see? That's why she put. Are you? Are you looking my ass for me? I'm only joking. But yeah, no, but real talk, who knows what God's got in plan for us? All I do know is that you see, like doing the right thing is the most righteous thing for me, and that's what serves me best. And it doesn't matter where I end up because I can end up with some Becky. Best believe that Becky's gonna be black by the time I'm finished. With her. Do you understand what I'm saying? Just because of where I come from. So, people, listen, if you don't take anything from this conversation, just know that be you, 
be real and just keep it 100 as long as you're 100 authentic with yourselves that's that means you can be just in any capacity and that means you can be real with your partners in your relationship if it's time to end it let's go let it go do you understand what i'm saying if it's time to if it's time to step up let's step up do you understand what i'm saying let's start nurturing and focusing on those things that make us better and more more prosperous and positive in life do you understand what i'm saying and i'm not talking about the form of a partner in a man or whatever that may whatever that form may, might be for you so for you know some people might have a man or you know like that might be in your mother your children listen no and if it if it's not that start with self because that's where it starts from that's how you would manifest your greatness that's why today 2021 what's the date today 15th of july 15th of june 15th 16th 16th of june that's why today 2021 16th of june i can honestly say you see like i am honestly happy today in my life i'm honestly happy i'm honestly oh. fruitful my children are being taken care of i know that a mother's doing the best i know that i'm out here doing my best that i can do today today i'm talking about today i'm not talking about yesterday or tomorrow i'm talking about today do you understand what i'm saying so when you wake up and you're striving for that not only that when you wake up and you know everybody around you is striving for that come on people let's get it together come on dixie cc susan daniela natalie anita shanice let's get it together and we must all keep it together each one teach one you know what i mean because we've all got sons cousins siblings whatever you understand what i'm saying that need to get on the same wavelength you understand what i'm saying and you might think that tomorrow i might fall off you know tomorrow i might fall off but you know what the fortunate thing for me is i have somebody like tanya in my life that's gonna put me back on track do you understand what i'm saying what we need to think of there's not there's not a lot of people that have those people out there that is going to hold them accountable so come on let's start holding each other accountable so we can be the best us do you understand what i'm saying you know what i mean me and tanya are individuals do you understand what I'm saying? It just so happens that we came together to do this thing called co-parenting. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it doesn't mean to say that, that we can't do our best or be our best at doing that. You know what I mean? Who knows? One day we might be able to get, get back together, God willing. Who knows? Do you understand what I'm saying? But at the same time, we all have our own situations, circumstances and paths to walk in life. Let's just make sure that we're walking them righteously and purposefully. Listen, wow. What was my intention Listen, today? Listen, oi, 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 oi. Listen, I ain't never spoke so much word in my life. Listen, <laughs> I'm telling you, you see when I come, and, and, and this is what happens when I come to Tanya's house. You see, she just brings out the real in me. This is why I can't be around her all the time. <laughs> This is why I can't be around her, because I'm scared of her. Do you know what I mean? Could you imagine? Tanya says right? Tina, I'm telling you, because you see, let me take let me put that into context for you. Because you see, every wait, time wait. I come here and I need to manifest a song, there's just something about Tanya's. Listen, I came here. Tina, I, I put you down for a um reference for my support workers. So thank you. <laughs> But let me, I came here and I did my interview in Tanya's living room. There's just something about this house. There's just something about this energy. And this is where I came from. You understand? There's just something. I came here, I got the job, my second job, because, you know, I'm balling out here. So I'm making money now. I came here and got my second job. Not only that, when I come here and I come to write, like, I don't know. There's just something about the energy that is here that just helps me manifest. Oh. Mum, what was you saying? Sorry to interject you. Tell him to come speak to me. 
Tell him to come speak to me because I don't listen. We all need to teach one. And you know what? Wait, wait, there is no black finish. advocate out here that is speaking up for our men. Do you understand on, what I'm so saying? You say so you see it. my voice. You see the you see the words that I speak. Even the songs that I write, I write about the things that us men don't say. You know what I mean? I speak about the things that us men don't speak. I'm not saying that I'm going to be a Tanya out here or an advocate for our men. That's not what I'm saying. Come on. But what I am saying is. You see, you guys, you girls that have men in tune with you, you need to put them on to me. Can I just say, though, I had this vision. Because I have been willing, I have been willing and wanting to to create and contact with brothers that maybe might have the same mentality, but they just don't know the way to go. Can I just say, I had a vision today. So y'all know I've been getting ready to launch something called Sisterhood. God spoke so loud to me today, and it's no longer going to be called Sisterhood because I think we need to open it to men. I think it actually needs to be called Elevate. It literally came to me today. I didn't know this one was going to happen. I didn't know this conversation was going to happen. But just from hearing the energy of us together and what can happen when men and women get in a room, how much can be healed, how much people can level up, how much conversations can happen. I feel that we did level up in the first part of the year, but I think it's time to elevate. God is so real. Oh my God. I was chilling in my garden and that came to me and I feel like this is just confirmation. I'm just saying, it's about to be elevate. I think the doors have just opened to men because like he said, we do not create the space for our black men in even just men generally to be able to be led, to be nurtured, to be taken in under their wings and be spoken life into and created a path to grow. And so we start growing and we outgrow them and then our relationships fall apart. Our relationships are not supposed to fall apart. They're supposed to come together. And I think God is talking to me loud. <laughs> Our relationships are not supposed to fall apart. They're supposed to come together. Okay, God, I hear you. I'm done. I've got my word. Are y'all good? Mum, any final words? Because this woman's just healed me. I, I, I would like to say that um, an example of ours and our family, a real manly figure, a real fatherly figure, a real absolute... Wow, just the kind of man that we all would aspire for our husbands to be like. Oh, can I just say one more thing? in the hospital. And, you know, I just admire Tanya. She got that call earlier on. Um, my, it's our uncle. And Tanya took that call. And despite what happens, you know, we're laying our granddad, Tanya's granddad, my father, to rest on um, Saturday. And despite whatever is going on, you still turn up to shape the room. Mm -hmm. You still turn up mm -hmm. to get authenticity yourself. You mm -hmm. know, you still just keep it real. Right. And for that, honestly, Tanya, it was like even hearing Warren say, sometimes we think we're dropping the seeds and they not, might not be taking any kind of root. But I can hear that Warren is truly rooted. Oh, listen, you lot are uprooted in me from the ridder to the tuna. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even a joke, even to the point where I can't even get rid of you lot, even if I wanted to, you know, like, and let me tell you the only reason why, Christina, as well, because you see, like, you see, like, when you're just authentic, real, you see, like, when you're just a true being, you see, for me, I feel like that's what I gravitate to, do you understand what I'm saying, so you see, like, bro, I don't know family values, I don't know anything other than what you guys have taught me, honestly, and whether, whether that comes from my own family, I could honestly say, I don't, do you understand what I'm saying? Even the family values that I have up until now that I would carry on to my other relationships and stuff. You know what I mean? I never knew anything like that other than you guys. Even what you guys have been through, 
dealing with the turmoil, the tumultuous situations, the deaths and all of that. I don't know. I don't know, like anybody or anything that has been through so much, so much things in this world that you guys have been through and you guys deal with the way that you deal. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's what makes me so grateful for my position that where I am today, because, you know, like people might think that we're, I'm out here and I'm just, you know, yeah, I'm close and I'm, my, my life is my own. I don't have to answer to anybody, but you see, like, I never forget the lessons and the dynamics and the values and the morals and just the substance that I got from you guys. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that's what people don't realize. Even like Tanya now, me and Tanya have been together for a good, what, eight years? Long like time. a very long time. Do you understand what I'm saying? And even the fact that we're able to maintain some sort of relationship. Do you understand what I'm saying? Out of everybody that I'm just like, listen, listen, people, if you like ain't listening, if you like ain't listening, if you like ain't listening, if you don't believe, do you understand what I'm saying? If you don't believe in everything, in any other thing than yourself, then you lot are just wasting your time just even being around us. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because when I tell you that these people are real, do you understand what I'm saying? And I am a living testament to that because I am nothing to do with these people. I don't know Christina, Tanya, Claudine, or anybody from Adam. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it just so happens that Tanya is the mother of my children. And that is not the basis of our relationship. You see, the reason why we are we were able to keep the relationships that we have is just because of the authentic realness that we have. You see, because of the way that they love me. He's back. <laughs> I'm telling you, there is nothing other than like that. And you see, if it wasn't for Christina and Claude, Claudius, like I would never know a love like it. I would never even be able to manage a love like it because I don't know any other love like this. Mm. other than the love from my mother do you understand what i'm saying yeah. you know what i mean and even sometimes even sometimes the love from my mother's is it's not enough right Ginny, you gotta stop because we gotta go get the kids something to eat go on sorry mum. listen it's not enough but let me tell you guys something One minute. sorry Shh, let mum speak last but not least you know the other day claudius was doing a tribute for my dad and it was similar to what you're saying to claudius he was saying to my dad he was thanking my dad yeah, you know, for the part that he played in his life. His life, yeah. Them. And so Tina, I'm so hurt that I didn't even. Give yeah. To somebody else from our example. Yeah. From us. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I would have met your dad only for my own selfish reasons. I wish I would have met your dad only for my own selfish reasons. Because even to hear how Claudia speaks for him and hear how my mum speaks for him, I'm like, I wish I would have met this man just so he could have just met me to. You know, like catch my energy, catch my vibe, because I feel like we are all good, you, you know? Met, you have met him because you've met us and also because he's met your children. Yeah. So in that way, you have met him and he has met you. Yeah. You know, spirit doesn't die. Smells yeah. like my granddad. It doesn't. And you know what, regardless of what, I love everybody, but you see, like, I especially love Christina. I, I, I have such a special love for Christina. She's like my second mum. She's taught me so much and I'm so humbled and I'm so grateful for having her in my life. Do you understand? Claudine, she's like a second mother to my children. If I could, you see, like I'm welling up with tears right now because she is always there when we can't be there or when we, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, so I am so grateful for these people in my life. I am so grateful, I'm honestly, and you see like, guys, listen, let me tell you something. If, it's, if it ain't nothing, if it ain't nothing, we've got, we've got love. Do you understand what I'm saying? And make sure you nurture and you love on those that need to be loved on. You know what I mean? And you spend times 
with those that need to be spent time with because those are the people that matter when all the shit falls yeah. down. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I'm telling you this, people, just to say, because as far as I'm concerned, I'm an outsider looking in. I just come in here every day. These lot just be giving me life because they make me be better than myself every time I show up here. Do you understand what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is to you, these are people that you guys need to keep around with you if you guys want to continue to uplift because these people are, they're the truth. That's what they do. And I'm not a person that does what they do. You know what I mean? <laughs> I am just fortunate enough to be an advocate around them whilst they're doing what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? God bless you. Honestly, right. guys. Any last words, mum or dad? I'm going to have to mute Junior. I think that he could have here, be here yeah, talking to all you day. All, all day. I just want to say thank you for joining you guys. But I'm recording, so let's just not talking. Dad, are you back? Any last words before we leave out? Big up to everybody, you know, and um, I love Junior's words. I love his um, speech today. I just love it all, man. And I, and I, and I can't Dad, say Dad. nothing more than that. I love my Dad. family. I love them more than um, sometimes I love myself because they are... Um, Tina gives me that get up and go. Tani gives me that get up and go. Claudine gives me that get up and go. Some days I don't want to get up and go. And just by listening or just by having a conversation with them about certain things, believe me. Junior's saying you give... Junior's saying to tell you that you give him the get up and go. 100%. Every day I see you out here, just even like how you are with your kids, Tyrese, Ramari and stuff, it just gives me such inspiration because I only have two. You know what I mean? You have a whole lot. You know what I mean? And even how you're there individually for all of them, it just gives me so much inspiration because, Claudius, I don't know no man like you. Whether it's my uncle, my dad or whatever, I don't know no man like you. So I appreciate you. I honestly do. Uh, boy, Junior, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do for my grandchildren. I, I appreciate what you do for the family. I just appreciate you. I love you. You know what I mean? And, that, and I can say that for the I love you more. He's crying now. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, because I know your pains. And I understand when you say I don't have a father figure. I didn't have my, I had my father till I was 11 years old. I didn't mm. know no father after that. I didn't know no father after that. Everybody, I had to pick up a piece from there, a piece from here, a yeah. piece from there, and piece to match it. And, and you I'm see, to hear, to, to hear you say it means so much more. You understand? So I appreciate that, my brother. I honestly do. All right, 100. All right. God bless everybody. Yes. I'll speak to you later. What a room. What? Listen, you see, God, I just want to give thanks to whatever spirit is holding us together today. This has been beautiful. This has been real. This has been, I was just coming through. I just wanted to play y'all a song, but this was necessary and I'm grateful. Shout out my mom, my dad, my sister, um, you know, my, my, my friend, my, you know, Junior, I know there's what, he, he is my soul. He is literally, I know that that is my soul partner. I know that for sure. And um, I'm just grateful that you guys get to see it. Oh, I'm sorry. My actual soul is standing in front of me, Camille. So he's my soul and Caden is my heart. And I always break them down like that. So he's quenching up his eyes saying, what? You just called it's me It's crazy because we actually put, put them in our phones as the same, my soul and my heart. So crazy. It literally feels like he's just me outside of me and Caden is my heart outside of myself. But this has been that in real life outside of me this conversation thank you guys for being here thank you junior for being so raw open and honest 
I'm just going to leave the room saying it's time to elevate people. Um, sisterhood just got <laughs> upgraded. I love you guys for real. Thank you for being here. And I'll see you guys tomorrow morning, 7.30. <laughs> we'll see what will happen when we shake the room again. Be great. Be blessed and be paying.